So doing my own work means a few things. As a therapist, I have a therapist. Yes, therapistception, I know, but I have a therapist. Hello everybody, Adam Cross here. Um, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and also a youth minister in uh, Southern California. And um, I was thinking the other day, totally unrelated to what I'm talking about today, that priests who make these videos have it super easy. They just have to wear one black shirt every time, right? Um, I only have like five polo shirts or shirts I wear to work like ever. So there's only so many options. So I'm kind of jealous that I can't just wear the same black shirt all the time. That sounds pretty easy. Okay, but today I would like to talk to you about um, doing your own work. And, you know, sometimes people ask me, if, you know, they're in grad school, college, I work with teens, they, they kind of ask me, like, you know, what does it take to become a therapist? Or, you know, what do I recommend if, if they want to pursue this field? Or even in youth ministry, if they want to work with teens or young people in a ministry setting, you know, what, what do I suggest? And I think the biggest thing I can suggest for anybody looking to, you know, work in a relational context um, even if it's not a paid position, or even if it's just a, you know, you're trying to be more welcoming and loving, if you're trying to evangelize those around you, but especially if you're in a paid position, especially if you are a therapist, right, or anything like that, it is critical. I think the number one thing you can do for other people and for yourself is to do your own work. That means that and from the perspective of a therapist, if you're gonna become a therapist, you have to do your own therapy. You have to do your own work. You have to know why you do what you do so you can help other people. People ask me, like, Adam, how do you listen to people's problems day in and day out? Like, doesn't that weigh you down? Doesn't that affect you? The answer is, I'd say yes and no. Part of being a therapist, part of doing this work, and same in a ministry setting, a large degree, is you kind of learn to compartmentalize it a little bit. When I walk out my therapy office, I try to leave my therapy work at the door. But that doesn't mean that it, it's not gonna affect me at all. So I, I can learn these kind of coping skills, these professional skills to kind of almost like shift my brain once I walk out of my office and say, okay, I'm no longer in therapist mode. <laughs> I am no longer thinking about my clients or weighed down with their problems. And that's partially because I've been able to do my own work. I'm not saying I've done all my work. I am actively doing my work right now um, as a son of God, as, as someone who is following Christ. I'm still following. I'm not perfect. I'm walking, but I'm trying to do that work. And what that looks like for me, uh, just a little bit, and it might look a little bit different, but I have accountability. I need accountability because I noticed that when I'm not honest and vulnerable with people, I can screw up. I can fall into shortcomings. I can be blinded because I have my own blind spots. I have my own insecurities. I have my own triggers. So doing my own work means a few things. As a therapist, I have a therapist. Yes, therapistception, I know, but I have a therapist. I talk with somebody at least once a month to check in because I need it. I have my own personal stuff going on. And then on top of it, I have stuff that my clients are telling me that could be bringing stuff up in me. Same thing with youth ministry. It's that same dynamic. I'm able to check 
and process and talk about what is going on with me. And that's really important. And the other side of that is I have a spiritual director, right? I meet with a priest um, at least once a month to go to confession, if I need to go to confession, um, to talk about my prayer life, to talk about just balance, rest, quiet time, um, and just how I'm inviting God into everything. I really do need that accountability and it's so helpful. Um, I get to talk with my wife about these things. I get to unpack my day. I get to share with her what's going on um, with me. I also have good friends that I get to check in with once a month and be vulnerable with them. How I'm actually doing in a lot of different areas in life has been so critical. So I think when I say we need to do our own work, right? Whether you're a therapist, especially if you're a therapist, especially if you're in a helping profession, please, please do your own work. But even if you're just someone who's looking to better love those around you, to evangelize, to work in ministry, even just to help out, it so helps to do your own work, to understand why you do what you do, to have that accountability, to kind of unpack your brain just every so often. Um, it's not like a one and done thing. It's not like, oh, you know, did two years of therapy and now I'm done. Doing your own work is ongoing. It's giving yourself that time and space to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And even just building that support and that community and a culture of vulnerability and a culture where you're allowed to make mistakes and learn for yourself is so key. This, this might be just kind of like the tip of an iceberg on a bigger topic, but this idea of doing your own work to help others is so critical. And we're in a time in society and in our church right now where we need leaders more than ever who have done their own work and are still doing their own work because we see so many leaders fall and we think, what went wrong? You know, how could they lead that life of scandal? How could they lead our church into this scandal? And I think the answer is somewhere in there. It's having that community, having that vulnerability, that culture of you know, growth, um, and not being afraid to ask for help. As a therapist, as a sinner, I need help, a lot of it. My wife for sure knows that. <laughs> and we all need help. We need the grace of God. Um, we need the Holy Spirit in our lives. We need actual people, like real people around us, that the Holy Spirit works through to shape us and guide us, keep us accountable, um, and just to bring us closer to God and the people that we're made to be. So doing your own work, man, starting with therapy, what an amazing gift, what an amazing way to get started, to jump in head first and say, I'm gonna get out of this what I put into this. Doing your own work is going to therapy, right? Finding a good therapist that you connect with Maybe finding a spiritual director, building a community, building people that love you enough to tell you the truth, and maybe even journaling, right? Checking in with yourself on the daily where you're at, and even just checking in with God in prayer through journaling or just, you know, just talking with God. So please let me know if you have comments on this, because this is a, it's a broader topic of, of what it looks like to do your own work, but it's so key for therapists. You have permission, go to other therapists, right? Not colleagues, but find a therapist. Uh, same thing with youth ministers. Do your own work. Find a spiritual director. Find a therapist. Talk to each other. We need it. We need it. Right? God wants to bring everything to light. He acknowledges our thoughts and our emotions. So bring them to him 
and bring them to other people so that God can work. So thank you for watching. Please comment below. Um, Give this video a share. Hit that like button, subscribe, all these different buttons. Um, But I hope you all are doing well and may God bless you.